Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, is it is it just me or should we have flying cars by now? Like I feel as much as I love Back to the hmm. Future, it lied. Two thousand fifteen there's supposed to be other cars. And the Jetsons, they lied too. Yeah and Jet hmm, but then but, hmm. like hmm. I don't have a license or anything, so it's not really not my business and I shouldn't really care too much. But maybe if I maybe if there were flying cars I would have a license. Maybe. I mean, Jetsons lied. I mean, I'll I'll forgive Buck Rogers because we're not in the 25th century, but... What year was Jetsons at? What, um, what, Buck Rogers? No, J- Jetsons. What year was that set? I can't. Oh, my God. See me talking big and I haven't even got my facts straight. Oh, my days. Oh, Welcome <laughs> to... And that's why we messed up the podcast uh, talking about nerdery, geekism, and all else in between from a South London postcode. I am one of your hosts, Shannon's. Next to me is the instant classic. I'm still trying to find out a date. One second. Trying to find out a date. And on the other side of me is a big man, aka Bulgarian. What's up? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How's everyone doing so 2062. Far? Oh, wow. Okay, we've got time. We've got, we got time. <laughs> but still. <laughs> so basically, we have like, oh, we've got 40 years. Yeah. But still. Hmm. Okay, I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. I'll try. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> well, I got plans, so I'm gonna make it. Because I, I got plans. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, this is the first recording of the new year, and uh, Big Man, I believe it's your turn. So yeah. I am blind to your topic. What Same. do you have for us today? Well, I need to ask you both your question now. I must stress that again. What... Again, have you passed these questions over to Jason? That's true. How's Jason? Yeah, to be fair, I have consulted Jason. One second. And he gave me thumbs up. One second. One second. One second. Say, can we check with that? One second. Can we? Oh, wait. There's an email. One second. Hey, Warren. How you doing? Kiss, kiss. No, Jason. Um, he told Jason he needs to be careful about that kiss, kiss thing. I mean, then again, you both agree. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Consent is fine. Consent is key. Um, he, has appro- he has approved the questions. They're actually all, they're actually all good. Okay. Liable, okay. So cool. Good. Go for it. Okay. Cool. Go for it. Okay. So let me ask you a question now. Before I ask this question, kiss, I just need. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Much appreciated. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, Jason. And yeah. I'm just going to ask you both 100%. And whether your answer, absolutely fine. Okay. If it, but if you see a black man wearing a red bow tie, does that automatically make him a Muslim? I don't want to stereotype. However, it coming us- up in Brixton. It usually <laughs> yes. is. It usually is, to be fair. Yes. Yes. Right. That was a question that was put by one Larry David. Oh God! On the TV program, curb, curb your, your enthusiasm. <laughs> now, I can honestly say, when he came out with that line, 
that was it. I I couldn't breathe. I was crying so hard. I thought I broke both of my ribs because I have never heard someone ask that question. Then it made me feel, shit. You know, I think he might be right right there. And that's just a fraction of stuff this man comes out. So today's topic, the first show of 2022, we're going to delve into the mind of the great Larry David and the TV program known as Curb Enthusiasm. Okay, first and foremost, I'm going to say I've never really watched that. Yeah, I know. Amazingly, a lot of people still have got this show under the radar. But which is good. I feel like, I feel like the thing is, I think what it is, mm. I, I've seen bits of it and there are a lot of cringe moments. There's only so many cringe I can do. I mean, obviously, it's probably, yeah. that's, that's the whole yeah. point. It's the whole point. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you can change my mind. Maybe you can change my mind, big man. Yeah. How about you, sis? What do you know about it or seen anything of it? What? So what I think I'm with bruv on that level as well. Mm. Like I've watched a few ones and been like, oh my, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, and <laughs> run off, be like, ah. But it's been good every time I've watched it. Yeah. But it's not one of my go-tos. I think it's like it's on the cringe scale of being just about too much. Yeah. It's like the UK office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's way over the line. I yeah. can't deal with it, and I don't like Ricky Gervais. But I, I can't deal. When things get too cringy, I can't deal. There's a scale. US office has less cringe, yeah. but still, it's encapsulated in almost one person, mm. which is Michael, always. But th- that's less. And then Parks and Rec doesn't have the level of cringe. Mm. It just has the moment where you go, oh, God! But it, like it has won a season where you're like that is almost touch me to want to want to run and scream. I think the only thing that's that's close is um oh my god um oh my god just had it in my head not with not not Mitchell Webb look Peep yeah Peep Show yeah Peep Show nothing where I'm like I can't become like oh my god oh my god oh my, I want to tear my face off with like embarrassment because <laughs> just like especially because I think of the views of the camera yeah but then green room is okay i've got a weird line of cringe yeah and too much cringe i can't deal and sometimes kirby enthusiasm is too much cringe and that's the thing i mean there's two types of people there's those that can go through with life with their inner thoughts and they just keep it to themselves kirby's the complete opposite they're just coming out with it yep and those scenarios you're like please shut the f up don't please you're making a bad situation worse but at the exact same time, there's so many things that they're pointed out. I mean, I've, I've watched and I thought, you know what? I've thought of that, but hell, I wouldn't say it. But it just makes me thinking, glad it's just not me. There's other people in the world that think like that as well. But you, know, what... you, you know another show like that? It's What's always that? something in Philadelphia. I've never watched that, but I've heard so many good things I've, I've watched, watched it, it, but yeah. it does the other thing where I'm like, I would gut you. And the <laughs> only thing that stops me fully wanting to gut them is Danny DeVito. Because yeah. I love Danny DeVito so goddamn much. He's just a national goddamn treasure. And I honestly love him so damn much and Rhea Perlman. But yeah, yeah there are times I do stuff. And I'm just like, no, I want to I wanna kill. Oh, I, I want to kill you. And when I think there should be a voice of reason, I'm like, I can't. I feel like it's bad for my mental health. I'm like, I can't because I just go around killing men like you. Like, honest. I, yeah, it's, 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 that's over. That's gone too far over for me. But yeah. Sorry to cut you on that, yeah. No problem. So let's get this ball rolling, shall we? So relax, have a drink, and let's uh, I do have a wine here. That's actually thank you. Oh, there you go. What you got on, on the drink menu, bro? Water. Oh. Get him all healthy. Let me drink my white wine. Yeah. No, I literally <laughs> didn't think about to make compare myself a drink. I literally didn't think about that. <laughs> it's dedication is ferocious. Anywho, big man. <laughs> So, Kirby Enthusiasm so started as a one-off TV show, which was aired on HBO on the 15th of October, 20... Wow, 2000. Been going on for that long. Oh. He's 22... Oh, my God. Is it still, is it still go- it's not going anymore, is it? Yeah, it's still going, yeah. It's still going. Bloody yeah. hell. Just the next episode, wow. recently finished about three weeks ago. Oh, my God. Damn. Yeah. Now, to cut a long story short, this is what I love about this program. So it follows the, the life of one Larry David, Crow creator Seinfeld, playing himself, and his manager, played by Jeff Garning. And it's just 
the bizarre situations that he gets himself into. Now, I can honestly say, being a massive Seinfeld fan, I didn't actually hear of Curb until I think two years after it was aired. Was at that time in the UK, there's a channel called E4, just kicked off, and everything was all friends orientated. Oh, watch Friends on E4. Oh, Friends, Friends, this, Friends, that. And once that died a death, they put on Curb. So that's when we all finally got a chance to watch it. And basically the concept sorry of- just to cut you i think sorry um i'm gonna have to do a, a, a episode on like how we get stuff over here because i don't think a lot of people outside of the uk understand how the we get stuff syndicated here mm-hmm. and how like we may not get the full syndication we may get bits of it or we get highlights so i think i'm in the future i'm gonna do an episode about syndication and about like how it's been like a staple throughout like from back in the day with soap and Sledgehammer back in the day coming on late and Married mm-hmm. Children to Private Benjamin to all other kinds of weird things. Or, and even one-offs were shoved on just randomly because they had filler. Yeah. So I think I'll do that in the future. So this just day, I have never finished watching Step by Step. Damn it. Oh my, oh my God. Mate, you feel old, bro. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know you hear a theme Day by day. It's <laughs> 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 Okay, sorry, <clears throat> sorry, sorry. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, mm, okay. mm, so, mm, big man, you were saying, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, the uh, plot of Curb, Larry David, being the man of the people that he is, unfortunately gets himself into many situations, and it's just how these events play out. Now, one of the greatest things about this program, there is a script, there's a general idea, but everything is ad libs. There is no uh, script; they just run with it. So when you watch it, you can generally see some scenes where someone comes up with a killer line and they're trying not to laugh. <laughs> it's done superbly. And I, and like I said, I can sit there and talk about this for hours, but we ain't got that today. So to start, to start a long story short, the first episode was a spin-off. No, let me retract. The first episode started in 1999 with one only special, which was Larry trying to get his career back on track and was shot from his point of view. We've done very well. A little bit ropey for a first episode, but how many of them hit it out of the ballpark? And amazingly, for the style of mockumentary it was filmed, it just blew up. Since then, Curve has received nothing but nothing more than critical acclaim, and it's been nominated for 47 Emmy Awards. Bloody hell. Yeah. And I can sit here and tell you what reasons to watch it and i can also tell you at the exact same time the reason why not to watch it and as you pointed out shan it's the cringe factor i mean what i said at the start of the episode about the black man with the red tie that's nothing compared to some of the stuff i'm about to come up with so i can honestly tell you how for the first episode i saw was kind of a bit of a pattern developing here larry had bought a brand new tv and being the dumb idiot he is he didn't know how to uh work it Every time he tried to put the remote on, it will not work. He tried to sort it out from the back. Doesn't have a clue what he's doing. And he called one of the, um, the equivalent of know-how to come around and install it. So at this point, his wife, Cheryl, uh, didn't know he called the guy. So this lovely young black gentleman appears at the house. Larry walks in, sees him fiddling around with the remote and gives him the 20 pound tip. What oh, could possibly go wrong from here? Who is he? Re- or who was the guy? Well, off. that was not the guy here from, from the TV shop that has come to fix the TV. That was one of Cheryl's friends. And which he then complained, so what, black people can't get a job? Which I said, no, I thought you were the guy that was coming around to fix the TV. Where do I look like I work for this company? The guy's wearing a tracksuit. Which the guy ended up rejecting the money, fixing the TV, and then walking out. Which then Sheldon complained to Larry saying, why did you give the guy a tip? Which then Larry then starts out saying, oh, it must be a sin to give a black man a £20. He wasn't being racist, he was just helping out the community. You know oh, how... God. Oh, no, yep. I'm cringing. I'm already like, ah! <laughs> ah stop! And then he used the classic catchphrase, which as soon as I heard, I went, you didn't use that. So you know how these things are in this day and age. We've got to use affirmative action. Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Yeah. 
And what I failed to mention at the exact same time, his uh, next door neighbor and good friend happened to be Wanda Sykes. <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, when all this commotion comes on, she's now popped her head over the door and heard everything that's gone on. And her first line was this Larry David, oh, he's fucking up the black man when every opportunity arises. I'm <laughs> telling now. If I can find this clip, I will send you the notes to be uploaded on the page. Mm. You will cry because you're thinking, please, man, shut the fuck up, please. You're just digging yourself. And this is the start of, let me put it this way, you know, on your morning commute to work, for some of us who don't have the place for working from home, you see something like someone sitting in a chair and then the chair collapses and you try not to laugh and you just keep your head down, those types of things. Larry will be that person saying, "Wow, you just effed up." That's the type of <laughs> right. That's what, that's what... Oh, does, does he not? Does he... Okay, in the scenario, does he know the person, or is it just a random person? Because I, because I, I would do that regardless. To be fair, yeah. no, that's... <laughs> you fool. We go raw, loud, raw. It's it's funny because like um, you say that because I like recently last week um, yeah. I had to go and um, I. I was volunteered to help a customer move some speakers from downstairs to upstairs. Um, it was me and my colleague Aiden. And, um, like, do you know when you know something's going to go wrong? Oh, God. Because yeah. there were elements that are involved. Because the, the stairs were very slippery and we were in, like, we were in our socks. And they were, they were awkward, like ones that curve, that curve oh, no. in. Oh, no. And I was like, "This is this is an accident waiting to happen." Then I and then she was like, "And um, before we move um, the speakers, can we um can you help us take some things um from no. here to the bedroom?" And I was like, "No, yeah, sure." And eight, and then one of those things was a mirror. No, this why is this set up? What are you doing? I did. I, I did. Again, again, I didn't touch the mirror. I was like, "Yeah, I ain't, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that." And Aiden was comp- Aiden, I am blessing the six foot, the six foot. Big bellied Viking he is. Jesus bless him. Bless God love him. He um he he took he took the he took the um he took the uh, mirror with confidence and I was like, oh, I see this is, this is this is gonna go wrong. This is gonna, gonna go wrong. I want to take my camera out, but I can't because I'm being professional. My man, no. Second step in going down falls right on his ass. His knee goes right into the mirror. No no, uh, no, 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 serious injuries. But my first reaction mm. was while smiling. I'm not gonna lie; I was smiling. I didn't laugh because I had to. I wasn't sure if it was 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 serious or not. Yeah. So while smiling, I went shit. And then I heard a customer down said, "Everything go right, all right." And I was like, ah, "No, no." no. <laughs> Um, but bless her, she was actually okay about it. She was, she wasn't, she wasn't angry, she wasn't pissed off because at the end of the day, she knew this is something we work. We, this is technically not you a service. Be, we shouldn't be yeah. doing this. In all fairness, no, yeah. we shouldn't be doing. No, this. you shouldn't be doing it. You shouldn't be touching it. No, but we, um, but we, but um, but um, but yeah, but it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 so it seemed to fit the situation we were talking about, but yeah, it does fit. It really fits. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's those scenarios where. You stand there and you're thinking, yeah, there's really nothing I can say here. But Larry will be the person, like, for example, Larry was in that scene, he'll probably turn and say, well, that's your fault, isn't it? That's, that's the type of guy he is. There is no filter. I mean... Or it'll just be the music, innit? The, the but, boom, uh, boom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. This is the start. I mean, with every mistake Larry does, that he will never own up to it. It's always someone else's fault. It sounds like a lot of people, you know. And his social circle of Richard Lewis, Ted Danson and his wife Mary Steenberg don't help the situation. They do not help. I mean, I can I can sit here and name in fact on one top of my hat actually. I'm gonna set you a scene. You've been out, you've gone to a restaurant with your good friends. It's time to pay the bill. What do you do? Do you A Put take out the card. Here's my half. B, you take out your card. Here's my half. C, well I'm not paying 
for all of y'all, I'm paying for myself. Or D, go to the toilet and conveniently come back once the bill's paid. Never, never D, never ever D, never, never, never D, I'll never be. ever. It depends who I'm with. Same. Depends yeah. who I'm with. Here's my, my my true stuff, right? So I've got a brunch club. So mm-hmm. my brunch club is some people. Shout out to Law. Shout out to Sash. Shout out to Fit. Love y'all. It's unspoken. We have gone to restaurants and people have been shook by what we've eaten. I'm not even joking. And they look at me like I'm the one who's going to do it. And I'm like, don't look at me. Look over there. Look at Laura. Because look at, thank you. Look at Laura. Because Laura, Laura has made people go, it's like, yeah, because she's like, I'm not, I'm not here to play. I'm not here to play. I'm <laughs> experience. I've had people that like shook. But it's unspoken. So in that scenario with the brunch club, you just put down the cards. You just put down the cards. Uh, certain people... Because you know sometimes you're in a collective of people where a lot of y'all look cool, but then there's a rogue element in it. Yeah. There's the rogue element who comes in with that, but I just had the salad, or I just had the da-da-da. And they'll be the ones who want it broken down by a penny. <laughs> because they only had a water, they only had a salad. They definitely didn't have the this. They weren't really a fan of that. And even though they had half of your chips, they really don't want to pay <laughs> that one, right? Luckily, that's rare. That's rare. But most times, if I'm out, like I was out the other day with my, my cousin's missus, and I literally just went straight split, yeah? Just to make sure we're on the same wavelength. Straight split, yeah? And that's it. Because otherwise, my people who know me, we're just straight splitting. So we just put our cards down. Yeah. But you know when you're in a, a collective, you get the rogue element to a bit like... Or even worse, no, the, the rogue element I hate is when the rogue element... It's got high champagne taste. Oh, high, high taste, like higher than me, and I got high, high champagne taste. But I know I can back it, yeah. You know, when it, they they got taste, they want, they want, you know, they want like brandy and cigars, like kind of thing. They want that. She can't. Okay, she can't. Okay, I need to ask someone's opinion about this because I, I, I got to tell. I got. I got to tell a story. All right. Oh, okay. go so biggie. Go to tell. Go, go, go. <laughs> so I was um. This is this is years back, and I was like um. I met this woman for a potential date on our dating site. And um, we were like talking, we were like on the phone, talking, blah, blah, blah. And um, we were talking about possibly like meeting up for dinner or something like that. And and when it comes to like dating situations, especially in, in, in London in general, it's not really spoken about who should pay or anything like that. It just kind of like happens. And a lot of times it's like you either... Like it feels like you, like depends depends situation. A lot of times, like I could I'll pay for like all, everything, or sometimes it's we split for or split. We establish when we get the restaurant, we'll split. Blah blah blah. Or you know, it's kind of like you know, or someone like I'll pay for it. So I got this. It's on me. Blah blah blah. Kind of thing. Yeah. That's kind of usually how it works out. But hmm. this girl, this 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 girl, um, like even before we had I had established that we were I'm gonna ask her out for food or anything like that, or vice versa. She was like, um, so you're gonna be paid for it, right? Excuse me. Wow. Wow. Okay. And I was like. I was taken. I was. Do you know? Do you know why I get taken aback? I just do. Excuse me. I, I start laughing. <laughs> uh, excuse me. It's like, Uh-oh. well, you're the man. You got paid for it. Oh no! Calm down. <sighs> See, that's why the workaround right now is not dinner. You got to do a brunch. <laughs> so yeah. So, so, I, 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 but, yeah, but, but like, brunch. Brunch is the workaround. <laughs> Fair enough. No, but, but no. But on, don't but, do but, dinner. But, first time. First time dating. Don't do dinner. Do brunch. Because even if they go in. Ain't too bad. Dinner, dinner is like ah. I want to say let do brunch, do brunch, because then you see how this is going and go. I'll just call it a coffee and call it end. And even if you if you do that, you probably only, only gonna pay for their 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 croque monsieur or or their something and be done. So yeah, brunch, brunch is the workaround in modern dating. No, I but said that, it. No, but to be but to be fair, after that conversation, there, there there was no conversation after that. Wow, because like yeah, two pieces in the biscuit. <laughs> no, cause I, I, I was just, I was just so taken back. I was like, because like, because it was, it, was, it, was, it was, it was double standards in a sense. Because she, she wants the independence and like, the independence. She wants this and that, but then it's like, oh, you gotta pay for it. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. I like again. I don't think situations. I don't even mind paying. Yeah, but don't tell if me you're I'm paying. Bullshit, <laughs> yeah, if you're bullshit, like. I've had a situation where a guy got bullshit and I made him pay. Because I was like, sorry, you did what? And you what? And then acted like 
the fact that he was buying me dinner meant he was gonna get his 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 uh arts related afterwards. Mm. I was like, I will fillet this wonderful lobster course, and sorry, I have to go. <clears throat> sorry, I've got something pressing to do. It's like no, 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 no. Okay. I'll fillet a scallop, but not you, Rude Boy. Not you. <laughs> Never that. Oh, to the conclusion of that, <laughs> what happened? Larry's got one of his good mates, which is played by Richard Lewis. And every time they've gone out for dinner, he's like, let's split. He's like, yeah, yeah we're cool. I'm just going to the toilet. Nah. And Larry's like, no, 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 no. You know what? You've done it a couple of times here. Yeah. What's your excuse? He's like, oh, I forgot my wallet. Well, you can pay by card. You know, you can pay by mobile phone. You know what I mean? We're, we're moving on in the times. They say, you know what? I've got, I've got you. I've got you. So next time they went out to dinner, Larry vowed he was not going to eat that day. Got himself fully hungry up, went out. Richard Lewis turns up. He's like, right, my turn to eat. Went for the whole lobster, champagne. In fact, he had run about three bottles. The bill comes. Richard Lewis jumps along. He says, no, 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 no. No, not today. You take that. You take out your wallet, mate. You're you're gonna pay up. No. No, no. You pay up. So reluctantly, Richard Lewis paid the bill. Then turned and said to Larry on the way home, "Yeah, you owe me five fifty percent of that. Why? Because you ate half of the food. But as Larry pointed out, I paid for your previous meals." And then Rich Lewis replied, "What's that got to do with me?" I didn't tell you to pay for it. Now, in those scenarios right there, call me stupid, but ain't that friendship terminated? Become yardified. That's what happens. <laughs> I become a bum, but like, like, this is the thing. Having having a wonderful, amazing friend like Law, like I've traveled, put in context, I have traveled, I've gone to the US, Memphis, New Orleans, the collective we've traveled, we have been literally transferring stuff into people's accounts while the bill's being tabulated. Like, it's that deep. Like, one sec, what, what, what's, what's sort code, yeah? Like, it's to the point where now I don't even have a sort code for Michael because it's just, it's just like, I'm just transferring to you, literally. Because, no, nah, we're not doing that. It's just, uh, no. Like, I remember a situation, like, like, I remember a situation where we are going to this really nice restaurant with a brunch club and I got stung by Tesco doing some madness on my car so i had literally zero zero pounds and i had to call up and i was like guys i, I can't come i can't come i'm, I'm sorry I, I can't i literally have negative money in my account and i've got nothing i can't come um i'm sorry and i was probably upset about it but you know it's one of them things you know laura's amazing husband called back and was like you're going get your clothes on i'm gonna sort you out <laughs> don't worry about it and that's it. And it's like, yeah, I can't. I see. I, yeah, I can't. I turn you undefined. I would a bomber is when is when that that would be in that in in that car. That's the thing. It's those true elements that what makes this show so great. I mean, another one which I can, I'm sure everyone's experienced this, but you just wouldn't have the balls to say it. Now, you know, you can get those sweets which is half raisin and half peanuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Have you ever noticed there's a higher ratio of peanuts? peanuts there yes, there is. Yeah, I'm vexed about it. Yes, yeah. So, the ones with chocolate on them. Yeah. Covers. Yes, yeah. yes, there is. So, I can say there is. Larry went to the head of the manager of the department and said, what's going on? Oh, my God. Okay, calm down. Okay, okay, all right. I just want to confirm. Nigel is not Jewish, is he? He's actually just white, yeah. Jewish, yeah. He's Jewish. Yeah. So I can't even say white privilege on that because I, um... right. And that's the thing. And you, you laugh at this because you're thinking. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This man's got a problem. But when you think about it, you think, you know what? You're right, but these are everyday issues that the common folk will just let go. He does... But it's an issue to him, and he just loses it. But it's just a bigger circle. Do you know what? I deal with people that's on a regular basis where I work. Because, yeah. again, I work in Chelsea. So, like, I'm, I'm about to, I had to deal with this guy who was complaining about... Okay, so I don't know if anyone has helped. Okay, this is how TV TVs work. Right? I'm not going to get technical, but I'm just going to give you some contractual information. Okay. So, you buy a new TV, you buy a 2020, a 2021 TV, blah, blah, blah. Right. All, the, all, the, all, the, all the trimmings, OLED, whatever, all okay. the apps. Like a lot of people know that for about like for like after six years are done, the TV um, the TV apps and stuff will stop working after a while because the warranty that TVs pay for are only limited are, are, are only supported for a certain time, so a limited time. So a lot of times we tell customers to buy like a Fire Stick or a Chromecast so you can actually still continue to watch the apps on the TV. But at the same but at the same time, the TVs the TV um, um, or the companies that sell TVs are only contracted for a certain amount of time for to support the apps. After a certain amount of time, the app stops being supported and they just stop working. That's just how actual happens. Mm. I had a guy complaining, not saying that is, is, that's illegal. I was like, "No, sir, that's yeah. business." He goes, "Well, I want to make a complaint." And I was like, "Well, you can make a complaint, but there's nothing we can physically do about it." But you, you must do. And I was like, "Well, we don't make the TVs; we just sell them, sir." That's that's how yeah, it works. Go to the manufacturer. Yeah. Goes, no, here's what he said. He goes, "My man said I want to complain to my local council." I ain't gonna do anything. And I was like. Mm. You can, sir, but there's legitly nothing you can do. You can have to complain to every single manufacturer in the world because all of them do it. And he goes, well, this, is, this is unacceptable. I'm making, I'm making a formal complaint against you. Oh, hold on, then. Hold on with me. <laughs> and it, it, the man made a, literally made a formal complaint against me. And I had to explain to me what happened. I was like, this is what happened. And everyone was like, what? I was like, yes. Oh, okay, so he, so he can fuck off then. Like, yeah, he can fuck off pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people have too much time on their hands. Although, Big Ben, you might know this, brother, you mm. might not. You do know that uh, Larry David wants Hedge Man's life, right? I'm about to mention that, yep. <laughs> yeah, we're ahead of a way. <laughs> Shall I say it, or brother, do you. I don't know the story, to be honest. Okay, this is actually a notorious uh, in the uh, true crime world. Uh, to interpret, put in a bit of true crime, uh, Kirby Enthusiasm and Larry David actually saved a guy from death row. I have heard this world. story. Yes, I have. I actually have heard the story. That's There's a documentary cool. about it. It's tight, uh, a really tight, like uh, under 90 minutes. It's called Long Shot. It's really good. Uh, the story basically this woman was uh, shot on her doorstep and this guy was accused of her murder and he basically the prosecution was notorious for going for uh uh colored people yes yes yeah uh yeah yeah and uh they were also but they were also notorious for going for the for the death penalty Mm. um and they'd one up and they'd done it onto this point and uh basically 
this guy um, who was accused of this of this crime, um, he basically had said that he was at a, he was at a baseball game, and there was no evidence that he was at a baseball game. And the only thing he said is that um, he remembers something was recording at the baseball game, and there literally was no evidence of him going to the baseball game because basically he went there like as a kind of last minute. Like a friend was like, "Oh, oh, do you want to?" Do you want to come to this game? And he was like, yeah, okay, I'll come along. So he had no stubs, no nothing. There was no evidence. It was literally a long shot. And then it just happened that they uh, found out that it was an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm that was being recorded. It was the episode where uh, they leave Larry Davis with a sex worker. Mm-hmm. And they go to catch a game and it's just really, really awkward. Yeah, carpooling. Yep. And luckily in... And I think I think even the... the they. They didn't either. They were, they were going to bin. It's so weird that we're going to bin the footage or something, or that bit wasn't really needed. And luckily, on the bit that they were going to bin, there is the guy sitting there behind Larry David, and it literally was like one of those close, like it was close, close, close. In time was ticking, and everything else, and uh, the guy was released because he could not have committed the murder because of the time of where he was, which is evidenced by um, the episode. I believe they did find the person who did it. Yeah, they Eventually, did. they did find it and convict him. But yeah, it was uh, Larry David actually saved somebody from death row. So, did, that, did that guy get death penalty? Um, I'm not actually sure. I can't remember. Hmm. Hmm. But um, yeah, uh, I just found that quite... Because it was literally like, they, they were like, this, this guy's got to be full of crap. And even you think, this guy's got to be he's full of crap. And then you just see it, you're like... Oh my god, it's him! Oh my, god. and it's the point. The, the annoying thing was they actually were, weren't even going to take that in as evidence. That's the, the part that was. It's like they were going to try to and not take on the evidence. It's like yeah, no, um, yeah, okay. But luckily it worked out. And I just I was emotional when like the guy came home to his kid and the kid was like, he said to his son like, I told you I'd be back, and I'd be like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's just the fact they got like the end of it. It's just basically Larry David whistling, whistling the theme. Yeah to uh Kirby enthusiasm i'm just like okay and larry david i think he had to he had to actually uh go up and and testify so yeah it's very very strange uh, but yeah if you if you want to uh if you want to see more of it uh check out the documentary it's called long shot it was on netflix it may still be there but it's a really good very succinct documentary mm. and that's the thing with Kerb. i think one thing that never seems to amaze me is the list of people that appears in the show. And the best thing is, because it's just like an, it's an everyday scenario, these people, you don't know that actually in the episode until they appear. So a prime example, from the early series, he's had a long-standing issue with Michael J. Fox. Now, I'm not going to delve into why he had an issue. I think I know why. I think I've, I've, I've seen <laughs> this online. Circle. <laughs> he went round to Michael J. Fox's house, uh, Michael J. Fox gave him a drink. Now, as we know, bless him, he suffers with, remind me, how... Parkinson's, Parkinson's. Parkinson's, 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 yeah. So, as we know, he's liable to the odd shake of a hand and whatnot. So, first, when Larry turned up, he was speaking to him for near enough 40 minutes, and he noticed that there was no shaking going on there, which then led Larry to question Michael J. Fox, was he doing an Oscar-winning performance here? Yes, yeah? I remember <laughs> Oh, oh God! <laughs> that no. lie. So it. <laughs> oh God! No. So, <laughs> national treasure, mate. No. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, Mark Jeffers goes, "All right, you want to, you want to, you want a soda? I'll get you a soda." And before he gives it to him, he just shakes it in his hand and just gives it to him. So Larry's like, "Hang on a second. So let me get this straight. You don't shake for an hour. I'm talking." But the minute you're, I'm about to open this audio, all of a sudden the twitch begins. Now, <laughs> I'm sorry. As, as cold as some people can be, I could not in my wildest dreams come out and say something like that. And that little clip alone just blew up that whole series because it ran about five years down the line. Larry's in court for, I can't remember what for, and they're getting people who, who he's ever wronged. And they came back to Michael J. Fox and they said, Oh, uh, Mr. David uh, turns said that he can count you as a liable witness. And Michael J. Fox is looking at the camera and goes, why me? He says, well, according to him, you two are very good friends. He's like, good friends. <laughs> good friends. 
the man who questioned it if I actually had Parkinson's. <laughs> I openly, apparently shaped a can of soda in his hand. And the officer that's interviewing Michael J. Fox, he goes, you know, I've been there for the past 30 minutes, but I haven't seen you shake at all. Oh, God. <laughs> so looked at him, he goes, and you still want that cup of tea from me? And the way he says it, you're just laughing. And it's amazing. I mean, that's one of my personal favourite. I mean, there's so many where we can sit and talk about. But I'm going to hit you up with another scenario. So imagine you've gone... No, in fact, let me spin it for you. So bearing in mind... Kirby Fiasm was also, was made by Larry Dane, who was the co-founder of uh, Seinfeld. In season seven, I believe, he actually reunited the cast of Seinfeld. He got them all back because he thought it would be a brilliant idea to have a Seinfeld reunion and to get everyone back to do one last series run. So Jerry, Elaine, George, Kramer, they were all back, which was really good at the time. Uh, uh, yeah. Kramer. Kramer. <laughs> 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 Well, because they cleverly wrote what happened to him off camera in the episode as well. So imagine you're in a meeting now and one of your co-workers asked to borrow a pen. A Bic, nothing special. You've given him the pen to borrow, which is your own pen. And halfway through the meeting, you've noticed that they put the pen in their ear and then put it in there. Uh, okay, see, right, right there. It's not happening to me. <laughs> it's not happening to me, okay? And both of y'all know I'm a pen snob, yeah? So you know what's happened to me, right? It's happened to me. Just wait to go over it. It's not happened to me. No, nobody touches my fountain pens. Oh my God. It's all. just plastic over it. What? No, look, don't let me end this podcast right now. Look, no one. I'm hungry. End the podcast. No, no one. No. I've only, only one person was ever borrowed my ever borrowed my fountain pen. And that was somebody else who was a fellow appreciator of fountain pens. And he was like, wow. I got okay, cool. You can borrow my fat pen. No, 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 no. Try, what? Treat it like a bick? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, well, I mean, proper, like, deep in the ear hole, turning it 360, then the mouth start chewing on the plastic. Okay, okay I'm triggered because I'm thinking it's a fat pen. I can't deal with this. He just says a big pen. You. Get over it, says a plastic pen. It's chill. chill. Okay, I also have a pen fetish in general. Oh, so, you except it well. Look, how much of my, my, what, my good, good Sakura? Jeez. <gasps> You're saying words that I understand, sis. <laughs> I'll put a link in the description. Please don't. Oh, I don't. No. It's not my thing. I can't be bothered. So imagine that. Larry, at this point, Larry's gone from calm to absolutely seething now. And best part is, after means over, the uh, his colleague goes, oh, yeah, you got hair to pay. No, 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 no. No, he doesn't. No, no, he can't. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, pen, no, like, but pen fetishes aside, that's just unhygienic, man. That's just nasty. Of course look, Pete, look, okay, I'm, I'm going to say this, yeah? People in a corporate setting are nasty. It's true. I, I need you to know they're nasty. The things I have seen and observed in a corporate setting, disgusting. Uh, it, is, it is disgusting. It's, yeah. She's not wrong. I've heard stories. Shit is heavily involved. I'm not even joking. Yeah, there's a oh. lot. I mean, I mean... <laughs> It's one thing I don't miss about working from home is I know my toilet is clean. I'm not going to find any surprises in boxes. Oh, God. Yeah. Some shit in the box? Someone <laughs> shat in a box at my workplace. I just want to say that someone shat in a box at my workplace. And the question is always asked by myself, where do you work? It's... I can't say where I work because... <laughs> I know where she works, and I still don't know where she works. That makes sense. Right. Makes sense. Because everything she describes makes no sense. You know what? But the right? thing is, I t- I'm, I'm sorry to cut you. I told y'all there was an article about it. Not my place. Yeah. Not my place. But there was actually, before the lockdown, there was an article about it in Business Insider about, or another one of those, City AM, one of those ones, about the, uh, about the kind of um, people acting out in a lot of office environments. And uh, uh, basically t- going to the toilet in very weird positions this throughout the city of London. So it's not confined to my office. This was a phenomenon pre-lockdown of people were, were taking dumps. Very weird places. Okay. There were emails that I've seen <laughs> sent that I have, and I worked in Pizza Hut, and I've never seen the emails sent about people not taking a dump in somewhere other than the toilet. 
The only thing that came to my head, any time I hear stories about your work, remember the late, the latter series of Parks and Recs, there was one episode where they were sent up to a floor and oh. it was Chris Pratt and, no, it was, yeah, Chris Pratt and Ben. Ben, no, ben and uh, Andy. They were not- you get the marriages, the marriage certificates yeah. on the floor. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly the floor you're talking Yeah. They walked into that uh, ropey department and a guy pulls out a cup of coffee says, oh, do you know Alex? They're like, no. And he breaks the glass and says, you do now. Tell him whether I sent you. And they said, I don't want to work in this department. It's just helter-skelter. As much as some office workplaces are bizarre, yours deserves its own TV series because I will pay to watch that. It's like a cross between Own Shop, that series of Parks and Rec, and League of Gentlemen. That's not a good combination. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to watch that. No what one does. Oh, I had to live that. I had to live that. The thing, I, you know what? That's a, that's another episode, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I fucking tell off. Regarding Michael Cray, Michael Richards, sorry. Now, uh, Michael he Richards. is fine. He's just a little bit racist, like aren't we all? Yes. Well. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Fair enough. That's, that, that is that, that is a fair point. We are. We are. We are no. so. <laughs> I was, no, was, was playing devil's advocate. It's fine. I'm sorry. Don't that, I don't... mean, our aunt is, but no. Oh wow. Yeah. Hello, oh. Mom. <laughs> oh no, no. You you know our. You know who the we're talking about, isn't it? <laughs> oh duh. Yeah. <laughs> who could give Michael a run for his money? Yeah. Baby, Bear, you were saying, big man. No. So, <laughs> short michael richards who played kramer had a hell of a career until one ill-fated comedy club that he did where i don't know if something was wrong with him he's having a very bad day where he's getting heckled as you do it's part of the job if you're a comedian or doing stand-up but he wasn't it. being heckled though he wasn't being heckled in that video no he had calmed the hell down by the time he yeah. started talking he was, yeah he was just he was just getting pissed off because some people were walking during his set which is don't get me wrong it's fucking annoying if you're a comedian and people mm. are walking and because quite out me big man we've done that we've done we've literally done it during um clint stag do when we walked in oh no. yeah. and the guy and you know it's it's fair game i can't be angry at that because nope. we interrupted his set so that makes yeah. sense but um yeah. but yeah yeah so uh couple of uh, young black men decided to leave as you do and he just lost it and just begins to spout unquotable racist stuff towards them and he went on tv and he apologized deeply it wasn't him he was just in a bad place he didn't mean it he takes back everything that he said deeply apologized and pretty much was cancelled and been cancelled ever since so it was a bit interesting in this episode of Curb when they had a science for a reunion, they brought him back. And being typical Curb, being very near knuckle to certain events, they played out a scenario where he was doing a comedy set. And the only problem is that the entire audience were black. Oh, no. Needless to say, there was no racist stuff coming out of his mouth this time round. I'd be surprised if there was. Do you know what? Yeah. I wouldn't have been surprised if there wasn't. Be, no, whatever. But, but, no, it's, it's, but, it's, but it's fine. When I think when I think about the Seinfeld crew, like yeah. when it comes to him and my, obviously when, I, when it comes to him, I always think of that of that stand-up moment. But then when, I, when it comes to Jerry Seinfeld, I always think of that um, Larry King, not Larry King. Um, yeah, actually, like Larry King, the interview. The Larry but, King. Oh, when you're trying to apologise, he's for half. No, well, basically when. Um, because from what from what I remember, he he asked him a que- he asked him one question: Was the show cancelled? Like because things by this point, something had ended. Yeah. And 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 Larry and 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 Larry King asked him, oh, so was it was it was it um was it cancelled? He goes like, what? And then he just lost it. <laughs> Absolutely lost it with Larry King. He started going off on him. Started like, don't 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 don't, don't do your research. What's going on? He ah, made this much money. He just he would the interview would not carry on at that point. He just he just went off on Larry King. I was just like, dude, chill. He made a mistake. He's old. Let him let him, let him make a mistake, man. But nah, 
Nah, and I have been. The interview ended like really awkwardly. So every time I think of think of every time Seinfeld, if I see Seinfeld or hear his name mentioned, I think of that interview. It was it was hard. It was a hard watch because like that was it was yeah it was just it was just hard to watch. It was a hard watch. Didn't like it. You know what? There's so many for, but before we depart, I need to leave you with this last scenario, and this is the game changer for me. So let's say one of your close relatives or slash friends has a uh, really bad liver and after doing various tests and donors etc they found out you are a match for them what would you do would you a go for a test all right i'm a match that's fine i'll give it up we'll do the operation two question yourself and their friendship are they really worth it have they done me any wrong? And I'm personal on this. Do I even like them? Or C, go into a rock, paper, scissors with someone else that's a match, and the loser will have to go through the operation. Rock, paper, scissors every day. Uses? That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. No, in, all, in, all, in all seriousness, it does depend who it is. That's um, what it is. And what are the downsides to losing my liver? So I kind of, I kind of, say, I, I kind it's of got to be a kidney because you kind of can't live without a liver. Yeah. It's got to be kidneys. Yeah. Like you can give one of those away and live with one, but liver kind of can't. Yeah, it's complicated. Yeah, um, but it doesn't really so, depend on who it is. What's the who it is? There's one of yeah. you lot, definitely. Yeah, yeah that if question. It, if it was okay, who, who can I think of? If it's a person uh, who is darker than the than the under the bed, probably. Oh not. my god. Wow. What? Oh. Are you Michael? Are you okay? Wow. You're hungry, aren't you? You are starving. Re- Wait one second. I got, I got a message from Jason. Jason, Jason, <laughs> uh, Jason, I beg you, if you're listening, Jason please. Told me, Jason told me to chill. Okay, I apologize. You're not here when you're hungry. Uh wow wow! Oh, uh, I don't know who I'm talking about. I can be talking about racist <laughs> nights. Well, you bloody well know. Yeah, it is. You lot, no question. Uh, you know. Um, oh. So, certain people, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to call you. I'm gonna have to hesitate. I'm gonna have to be like, <laughs> certain people, I'll yeah. be like, nope. I will, I will. Certain people, I will call you drinking a thunderbird and go, nah, that's mine. <laughs> that's mine. Rob knows what I'm talking about. No, that's mine. That's mm-hmm. mine. That's mine. That's mine. And I'm going to have a can I on top of this Gross. to show you how mine it is. It's not yours. That is the type no. of man. Because basically, in the episode, his best mate, Richard Lewis, uh, I don't know if you see. I'm going to ask Richard Lewis about, about what's going to happen at restaurants from now on. <laughs> so... That's what I'd ask. I'd be like, I need you to sign this affidavit here and here. <laughs> Jason would get on on it. I'd be like, here and here. So from this point on, if I give you this kidney, no more toilet trips. Like, you're paying, right? right? That, that's the scenario. Really, for the, his best mate, Richard Lewis, his younger brother, ironically, Lewis Lewis. Oh, no, a... I hate... No, no, no. <laughs> I've got to say, I have an issue with parents that do this, this foolishness. Oh, I hate it. Lewis Lewis, yeah. like... Or, like, when, <laughs> their, when their last name could be a first name, but they also make the, they, the first name could be a last name, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, like George James. Yeah, oh, God, yes, <laughs> yes, why, come so, on. Ben Thomas. Ben 10. Lewis needed a kidney, so not Lewis, definitely a kidney. And Larry and his manager go into this massive argument about who should donate, and after failing with the rock, paper, scissors, they ended up doing a, a uh, top 10 questions about who can give up, who has the rights, who's the better man for it. And amazingly, it turned out that Larry lost the bet. So Larry had to give up the kidney. And five minutes before he was due to go for surgery, Lewis Lewis unfortunately passed away. Oh. I mean, Larry oh, may you rest in doctors, yeah, in celebration, he was that happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is man we're dealing with. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't ask for many things in life, but if you have a free period, 45 minutes, do yourself a favor, watch Caribbean Food Guys and let us know what you think, please. And if you like it, thumbs up. If you don't like it, please feel free to come and insult me too. If you do that anyway. I mean, 
It's a long queue. Jason's <laughs> working through it. He's really busy. We don't pay him enough. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you for that, big man. A little, um, a little dive into Kirby enthusiasm with the awesome Larry David. Uh, on that note, big man, what's your socials? My socials. And um, actually, before we go, I'd like to say oh. a massive thank you, and also to everyone that's been listening, supporting us for the past few years. Need to send out a couple of shouts out real quick to Adrian and Dean, who forever have been listening from day one, loving the content, always giving us props. And they actually sent a message regarding the uh, Smallville episode you did, bro. Yes, we got that it's message. Thank you, Thank you very much. much. Thank you very, yeah. very much. Put a smile yeah. on, this, on this face. Really, yeah. you really did, honestly. I was listening to it with a big grin. Thank you so much for yeah. your feedback, man. They adore it. They said, you know what? I actually want to make them go back and rewatch it. So, you know what I mean? You're doing top work as always. We thank you. But socials, you can find me on Twitter at War3782 and also on the gram at Mr. Underscore Roberts underscore V1. How about you, bro? You can find me on YouTube as an instant classic gaming. You can also find me on Twitch where I stream, TikTok and Instagram under instant classic underscore gaming. You can. you can get through to me on the Instagram at MessedUpPod. You can get through to us at Twitter and Messed. And if you'd like to email some thoughts, uh, some feedback, some topics for the future, you can email us at sentrydevengers at gmail.com. One day we'll explain that. Other than that, thank you very much for your time. This oh, is yeah, before, as oh, oh, what's before, up? Okay, before I before we actually do say um, do, do, yeah, you, you, I'll say I'll say our goodbyes. Uh-huh. Um, a big shout, rest in peace to Bob Saget, who was technically my first TV white dad. Big up to Bob Saget. Good Saget, and also a big shout out to Sydney Portier, the man yeah. who showed yeah. me what a backhand was. What a back as a backhand throughout the ages that yes, is. That I'm gonna deep. link that in the description. Mm-hmm. I swear the best backhand ever, mm-hmm. ever given. R.I.P. Rec- Rest in power to Sydney Portier. Portier. Rest in power to Bob Saget. Um Full House for Life. Full House for Life. Uh, the current, the old one. Yeah, yeah I haven't the... seen Full House. I don't know if I'm raving no, that no, shit. No, but that, full, full House for Life. Full, full House. Full for House life. for Life. Full House for Life. Um, but yeah. What a backhand, the backhand, the end or backhand, link in the description, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, and, you know, if for those who don't know what I'm talking about, y'all need to go watch In the Heat of the yeah, Night. Mm-hmm. And, and if you want a follow-up, guess who's coming to dinner. And also, um, if you want, if you want, if, if you want um, some Sydney Portier with a British twang, um, to serve with love, definitely, always recommend that. Yeah, serve with love as well, yeah. So that's the recommendations, people. You got that? So, if you don't know... In the heat of the night. Oh, the and the film, and, not and the for, series. The yeah. film, not the series. And for um, Bob Saga, obviously, Full House, the original Full House, or just even though it's a bad film, just for one scene, his um, his 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 scene in Dumb and Dumb uh, uh, the, the prequel where he basically yep. screams that shit throughout the whole get film. It's hilarious. That's the only thing I would recommend from that. But, but you know, that film is terrible. But just find that scene. You can find that scene on YouTube quite easily. But there you go. Boom. And his stand-up is brilliant. And also, following off the Betty, darling, darling, Betty, Betty White, check out uh, the um, the outtakes from the proposal uh, with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock and Betty White swearing her ass off because yeah. that's how it should be. Watch, always. watch Late Placid, the first Late Placid. Watch Late Placid. Yeah. Just, Betty yeah, watch. White had some lines. The, the line, the best line, actually, she, she, she said... If I had a dick, this is why I tell you to go suck it. Okay, Boom. Honestly. Rest in peace, queen. Rest in peace, queen. Thank you very, very much for paying attention, listening. I hope we've inspired you. I hope we've made you laugh. I hope we've made you giggle. Um, but take care and we'll speak to you soon. Laters. Kiss, kiss. And that's why we're messed up. Produced by the St. Jude's Avengers. Edited by Instant Classic Gaming. And music produced by Box Room Music. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.